Welcome to the Running Back Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus DeWall, alongside Jonathan Hall. What's up, guys? And Jonathan, would you like to introduce the guest for tonight? Absolutely. Tonight, uh, our special guest is David. David will be our first artist uh, who's involved in the CHH movement. And so, David, how'd you uh, get into CHH? Um, well, it all started out just listening to it. This may be later on in the show, but the first artist is the, is what everybody um, here's first, Lecrae. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everybody in uh, 116 Reach Records, uh, Lecrae, then Andy. Um, so just like listening to those artists and then like falling in love with some of the artists. And then after that, it was like, why don't I make some of this music myself? So that's how I got into it. Sweet. Early on, uh, who were some of the main artists? That, I, know, I know you said like Lecrae and Andy, Yeah. Um, which for the vast majority of, of listeners who get into it, I mean, typically that's going to be who you hear because they're, they're right. big names. They're really solid artists. Right. Um, but who are some of your uh, like day ones who, who you love to listen to? Like uh, my, my brother and I, we loved uh, Tadashi. Uh, Lecrae, you know, so, some of those yeah, other yeah. people, um, <laughs> like besides, besides those two, unless, unless those were your main guys, um, who are, who are your, some of your day ones? Man. So my main guy, one well, my main guys coming in, it was Tadashi, the first one you said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard, I can't get with you. That was like the second CH song. Uh-huh. CH. Yeah. Um, and then after that it was Lecrae. Um, and I just fell into those like, oh eight like trap sound because it yeah, sounded yeah. like all the other mainstream hip-hop music so i was just like on that heavy yeah. um but those are lecrae and tadashi were the first two artists that i was really on sweet do you remember uh the first album that that just kind of blew you away uh rebel rebel yeah, yeah like all that all that old stuff yeah rebel. yeah all that good stuff yeah that's good <laughs> how do you start like making rap music like how that all start up um so i'm I'm on, well, it's been a year and a half going into year two. Um, and it was just, like I said, like I was I'm listening to music so much um, and it was impacting my life. And I was just like, why don't I like do the same thing? So um, I was just like trying to work on stuff my own. I got all the equipment. I was writing, I was working on stuff. And I had rapped in the past. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, why not like try to take it a little more serious? So I started doing that. Um, I hit up a guy that I knew um, that I had met, uh, Ice. I don't know if you guys have heard the tag in some of the songs, but Ice mm-hmm. the Producer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I hit that guy up. I knew like some of the artists that he had worked with before, and then um, we just went from there, and he just kind of like encouraged me and stuff in, in different ways, and he, he was real with me. He told me what I needed to work on, and then I just went from there, yeah. That's awesome, man. Sweet. So was, was there a point like early on whenever you first started working with him mm-hmm. where you were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, honestly, my first session, um, yeah. it was because like, I feel like I've made a lot of mistakes as an artist um, yeah. so far. And, it, and like at the beginning I had been like sitting with songs for like three months, three, four, five months. <laughs> like yeah. it was a long time. Like I had written these songs before I even had the idea to like lay them on a track and like release it. So I like knew these songs like word for word, um, like line for line and, and like the cadences, everything were like perfected. So I went in the studio and like all of this was never released, but like I like killed the sessions and this was our first time together. And he's just like, wait, like you've, you've never done this before. <laughs> um, and like, just like, honestly, I didn't have that validation myself. It was from him, who, like his reactions, he was just like blown away. So that was when I was like, okay, I think, I think I can do this. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So what's like the creative process for like writing rap? Um, 
like I said, I made mistakes. So sometimes, like, I'll get excited on a song. Like, I'll, mm-hmm. um, I try to stay away from beat writing. So I'll try to write without the beat, mesh things together. Sometimes, get a beat, put it together, or or produce a beat. Um, but usually, it's just like, what do I want to write about? Uh, what do I see like going on? What's going on in my life? And just trying to be authentic with it. Um, try to be versatile and everything. So. Um, impact a large group of people rather than people just like me. So yeah, yeah, um, I think taking the time with it. Along those lines, uh, w- we know that you've done some songs with other artists. Mm-hmm. What's the main difference between writing a song on your own and then writing a song with someone else? Um, so I have done a couple songs with other artists. One released, um, which is Phantom. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that. It's Great song, Caleb Tucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah with Caleb Tucker and Aaron Heron. Eric Heron. Um, and yeah, so uh, I think just like going, like he gives you the topic basically. And it's like, let me just like follow the guidelines of like what they're, what they're saying. Like, so this is what he's saying in his verse. And this is what he's saying in his verse. And I was doing the hook. So um, it was like, okay, uh, let me, let me try to mesh what they, what they want, but then be authentic and be myself in it. Um, so it's just trying to, you're trying to please both sides, but at the same time, like the product is like it's going to God. So, yeah. um, I think the focus is still the same. What are like the struggles of being a Christian rapper? Um, I think a rapper in general, or, or like someone that's not like mainstream, is the process. Like you, you release something and it's like, oh dang! Like I expected this to like blow. Yeah, and not necessarily blow on the mainstream level because mainstream level is like 10k and like a couple in like. 12 hours yeah um for us it's like let me get <laughs> let me get a thousand on this song yeah um and it's like dang I, I expected that to like i expected this to blow in that way and it just didn't and then like i'll be, see other songs i'm like okay i like this song that i put out but i didn't expect it to do this and i think um when i get ahead of myself and i start like expecting the fans to think the way that i do i think that's one of the main struggles mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, wh- whether that's your your personal testimony uh, throughout your life mm-hmm. or something that God is teaching you right now in your life uh, that's connected to the music that you make or the music that you have made? Um, I think that like in the Christian world, like outside of rap, obviously your testimony is the past in mm-hmm. a sense, um, but it stays with you. Because you should always tell your testimony, right? So, like, uh, most of my music, I've only released five songs in a feature so far. So most of my music has been, like, talking about my past, other than, like, the two two songs, Gold Crown and Gold Crown 2. So, like, looking at, like, things that I've gone through, how God brought me through it, looking at, like, trials that I've been through and, like, what came of that. Um, So I think that telling the testimony is, is significant. And that's something that I want to do. Um, and the way that I do that is just by, you know, telling the truth, like talking about struggles, um, talking about how I came through that, um, and then talking about how I prospered and how God guided that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely um, hearing songs, listening to other people's personal testimonies, whether that's uh, like like we just said, whether that's throughout their whole life or a specific season in their life, yeah. Um, I feel like, or at least personally, everyone has a song that's like, dang, that really hits hard, or like that hits home for me. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any artists or or songs specifically that stick out to you and encourage you with your <laughs> your own testimony? 
Oh, man. Uh, so my favorite artist right now, um, I've told you guys, is Ty Brazel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I would man. say, like, man, Destined for Greatness, uh, side A, really, like, all of his old music, like 90, 1994, but Destined for Greatness, side A, um, I, I forget, it's it's like 333 plus 444. That song, like, That's when amazing. you, like, listen to that and you dissect what he's saying in that, everybody's been there, you know, and everybody's, like, gone through that type of thing, and everybody, like, like the whole idea of the of the two-sided album, Destined for Greatness, is, like, we've all been to that point where, like, we feel low, and, you know, God does something significant in your life, and you come up, or, like, you're destined for that, like, where he's at, and it's, like, no, you're good enough type thing. Yeah. Um, And I think that, like, when you get into that place where you're like down on yourself, um, you know, and like me, I, I, that's how I feel as an artist sometimes is like, I'm not good enough to be like them. And I felt like that was speaking straight to me. So what's your favorite song you made so far? Uh, what do you think it is? Gold crown. I do like gold crown and gold crown too. <laughs> but my, like favorite... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. my, my favorite song is soul drip. Soul drip. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I feel like it's like, it's made some noise in like the middle school. <laughs> like, <laughs> just because like I see middle schoolers and and like, I like work with them and they're like, Hey, are you that, are you that guy? Yeah. Um, which is weird. But, uh-huh. but anyways, like it's like made a lot of noise in that area. But I, but like, I was expecting like people my age or our age to like really hear it and be like, Oh, like he said this, he said that. Yeah. But like, it just kind of got blown over by, by most people. So, yeah. So that's one of my favorites, and I think that that's where like the whole artist like expectation thing kind of came in. Yeah. But I would say Gold Crown and is everyone's favorite. Yeah. Right now, so. Um. So we we just mentioned uh, Gold Crown, and then yeah, yeah. the second part of that. Yeah. Um. And this is something that uh, I think we were able to talk to a little bit about uh, before going on air. Mm. Um. But can you can you give us some insight on on what it's like? to write a, a song about someone you love? Uh, those two songs were the easiest songs ever written, ever. Um, just because, like like I said, like all of my songs are testimonies, and they're all truth, but that was the one present thing. So it's like I'm literally writing about, like, this person that I love, like, deeply. Um, and just writing all of that is just, like, I think of this, I think of that, I think of this, and it's just like putting it down. So I like some verses. I think in both songs, I wrote verses and like I went too far. I went way. I went like four bars over, and it's like okay, how can I cut this to fit and say all that I want to say? Um, so like I really like those songs. I really like the sounds. It's a lot different than me, so um, it was exciting to, to like work with like different sounds, different types of vibes and stuff like that. Um, but it was definitely easy to write those songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now that we brought that song up, um, Marcus, I think you'll probably take the lead on this. Uh, but we we are gonna break down uh, that song um, of of Gold Crown, and we have we have the lyrics here. Um, oh, dang! You guys can't prepare. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me slide this over to you. Okay. Is All this right. part one or part two? It's part one. Or you just you can just go how you feel, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Or just just walk us through the process. Just walk us through it. Um, of of each part uh, of of the song, so ho- however you want. Stanza by stanza, okay. Okay, so I think I'm living my destiny, my hands up to God to keep blessing me. So, like, 
Uh, man, I'm just fin- I'm gonna finish that just because it goes. But no need to be stressing. I'm trying to stop flexing, but can't because this girl right here next to me. Mm. So, <laughs> so like that's just like it's really like man, like I'm blessed. I'm undeserving, and like even when you go on, you'll see that. But I'm undeserving. But God like saw fit to like place this girl in my life. So, um, like I'm beyond blessed for that, and I'm gonna play- praise Him until I die for that. You know. So, Amen. Yeah. Uh, and then the next line, like, I was really like, I felt myself when I wrote <laughs> Uh, but the, the dang Picasso one saying, blessed calligraphy, blessed calligraphy pl- plast on the page. I'm going to say that over. You're going to edit All that right. out. Okay. Dang Picasso one saying, blessed calligraphy plast on a page. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just like, man, like to me, she's the most beautiful girl in the world, man. And God like perfectly crafted her in my mind and I'm beyond blessed. Like I said. Uh, and like, there's a lot more I could dissect here. I don't know if you guys, how long you guys want me to go oh, with this. Go as long as you need to, man. Man, okay. He's a provider. He'd be so driver. She looked like a model. She'd be my Tyra. You guys all know <laughs> yeah. Tyra Banks is. I don't. Uh, I don't have to go. Like, she looks better than Tyra Banks. But I don't have to go. <laughs> like, I don't have to go into detail. But yeah, man. Like this song, like it really just came off, and it came right off of the top of the head, and. It it probably took like mostly mainly like songs take me about like man let me think like a month to write maybe like a couple of weeks this song took me like a day dang a day to write Gold Crown one and then Gold Crown two I wrote like in the studio like I was just like hey I, I was thinking about this I told my producer and he was just like oh okay like let me produce yeah. a beat for you like what do you want the sound to be like and like we explained it so like we're working on this beat. And then, like, he's like, start writing. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, which I've never done before. So I start writing, and then he's just like, do you want to record it now? I was like, "Uh, I I, I really got to get this down. So I came back, like, a week later. And, like, just, like, the process of these songs are, like, so, so quick. There may be a Gold Crown 3. Who knows? (laughs) So how did she react to this? Um, So both of the songs, uh, she was still living here at APU. So uh, the first time, she didn't know I had written a song about her. Um, and I was just like, hey, like, come downstairs. I pulled up, like, right after I had the demo. Like, it wasn't even mixed and stuff. I didn't care. <laughs> but I pulled up because I was super excited to show her. And she got in the car, and, like, we're, like, driving around UV, and I, like, press play. And she's, like, she's like looking at it like, what the heck? <laughs> like, what the heck? Uh, like, you, like, I made a song about her. And I think she's really appreciative of it. Uh, she says it's her favorite song, so that's amazing. Yeah, have have you asked her which one does she like more, the first or the second one? I haven't. <laughs> if I had to guess, I'd probably say one because a lot of people like one. Yeah, I like one too, but I think two is two is good. Yeah. There's a, there's I a like reason why you wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the next part, um, really, just what what we're looking to hear from you is um, as an artist, um, just. As a person, what what are your plans for for music? Um, I mean, going forward, um, I've been working on this EP. It's called Control. Um, I have it's a five track EP, and actually tomorrow, um, me and my producer are gonna sit. Like I have five beats that I've worked on. Everything's written out lyric for lyric, but we're gonna go through. We're probably gonna modify beats. We're probably just gonna take beats out and then put in our own instruments. But um, this album is called Control. And like I said, like about when we were talking about testimony is like this is going to talk about um, God, like crafting me and like 
controlling every single step of my life and like every single like I I think it, when I first started this man I really want to like make something I want to fit in more right yeah so I was like I'm gonna take the word God out I'm gonna like take like all of these different like zealous type things out right and I'm gonna like make a song and I'm gonna make songs that like pop like they hit like like everybody else yeah but they're gonna be Christ-centered you're just not gonna get it and I think I said God in this five track EP like 45 times. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's like um, the idea of like God controlling every step of my life is like really, really highlighted in this. And you can't really talk about that without saying his name. And I'm like, I got over it. And I think it's going to be some of my best work. So That's awesome, man. Yeah. Looking back at your time at APU, how did that like, like uh, add to your craft? Um, it like gave me like an audience. Um, yeah. it like, I mean, and it, it wasn't like a large amount of people like I expect. I'm like, I'm an FCA. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to drop music and it's going to get like thousands of streams because like, and I was like doing math. Like if everybody in FCA, like there's like a hundred people every Tuesday night, if everybody listens three times, then that, you know, that's 300. Streams. Yeah. But, and then like, but if everybody listens like 30 times, that's like. 3000 so like, <laughs> so like trying to like um like i was expecting a lot but like at the same time i think some people did grab hold of it yeah and like though it wasn't for everybody the right people did and then starting that here on a campus like this i think that that is what got me connected to everybody else because i had people here motivating me um like like you guys like your brother yeah. um you know Aaliyah motivates me and it was like doing that here is what got me to like, oh, like maybe I should like hit up these um, King Dreams um, open mics. So I would go up there and then like it was like that being rooted here sent me there, which then like I met other artists there, which is how I got on the Phantom Hook. Um, and then just like doing stuff like that is just starting the start here is really what guided that whole thing. That's awesome. Um so maybe as as a as a closing statement, obviously, uh, very clearly, as we've talked about, um, God is kind of at the center of of your music, and that's the Absolutely. whole point. Um, do you think one song um, that you've produced mm. encapsulates uh, the the main message of what you're trying to get across, or do you do you have a specific um, statement that if if one if if everybody who listens to your music mm. was able to hear from you from you david right. um what do you think that would be of of the purpose of of why you write music right. um and and the the main goal um so i talk about like redemption i talked about um you know my flaws and how god has like transformed me and, and all these different things transformation is a key um so anybody that's in the place that I was at, sometimes I find myself in currently. Um, I think anytime that someone's at, the, at those places, just that they can come out of that. But you have to go through Jesus to do that. Yeah. And I make a point in my music to highlight that fact that you can't do it by yourself. And I'm not talking about community, but because that's a whole other thing. That's important. But like God is the key. Like if you don't fall to fall to His feet, if you don't fall to your knees. And, and ask God to take you out of whatever you're at. Um, it doesn't have to be, like, extreme, like, addiction or, like, or like anything of that nature. It could just be, like, you not thinking you can achieve something. And just God, like, God is the key to that. God is the gateway to that. So just that they can do anything 
through God, you know. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So uh I'd like to close out interviews with prayer. And uh Johnny, would you like to lead that? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Jesus, we thank you so much uh, for putting David in our life and for honestly being kind of one of the, the main people to push us to, to start this kind of podcast thing. Mm. Um, Lord, we ask as, as he continues to produce music um, that the creativity and the ideas and the words would come from you and you only. Mm. Lord, we ask that you would bless him and uh, his endeavors of, of making connections within the music world and the influence that he has um, on the younger generation, as he said, um, we thank you so much for the gifts and talents uh, that you've given him, uh, as is evident. Um, and Lord, we just thank you so much, uh, and we ask that you continue to walk with him and be with him at all times. We thank you and we love you. Amen. 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 And David, where can uh, our listeners check you out on? Um, the main ones are Apple Music and Spotify, always, if you want to buy iTunes. Um, there's, I mean, it's all platforms, so yeah. there's Deezer, there's... Uh, uh, Pandora, you know, everything. Yeah. So YouTube, all that. And that's uh, David with an X, right? <laughs> yeah, D-X-V-I-D, all caps. All right. all right. All right, folks, that's all for today. I'd like to thank David for being on the show and Johnny for being a wonderful co-host. Uh, thank you for listening to Run It Back. It's been a pleasure.